Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. I know I do. But I think it's equally as important to know what you'd do with that time if you had it. But learning how to prioritize what's important to me didn't come naturally. It's taken a lot of wonderful, loving people, including a couple of really great therapists, to get me there. Now, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I do believe the world would be so much better if everyone had access to a good therapist that did the right thing for them. But until we get to my perfect utopia, I will never stop searching for ways to make self-help and therapy and life improvement more accessible. So if you have personally been thinking of starting therapy, maybe BetterHelp is the right thing for you. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And ideally, if you find the right match for you, we can all learn how to make time for what makes us really happy. Visit betterhelp.com slash makeyourbed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash makeyourbed. All right, y'all, I'm going to be honest. I cannot stop thinking about Cozy, which is some of the most thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living that I've ever seen. And we have talked about Cozy's beautiful products before, but I really want to harp on the Cozy experience itself. Because not only is the delivery fast and free, but the purchasing process itself is actually fun. As someone who is notoriously bad at making decisions and commitments to things, the fact that Cozy allows me to fully customize pieces and then physically see them in my space through an augmented reality, well, they fully eliminated my fear of commitment. And when I say the furniture itself is so elegant, I mean it. Everything is carefully designed in Canada with the intention to enhance any space with high quality products at a fair price. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com to start customizing your furniture today. That's C-O-Z-E-Y dot com. Welcome to the Make Your Damn Bed podcast, a low-key, real-talk, motivation podcast to play while you make your bed every morning to incorporate healthy routine into your day-to-day. Build momentum and better your life. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to day 460 of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Once you have built that foundation for what kind of wardrobe that you want to establish or style you want to have, ideally you have started to go through your current wardrobe and remove anything that doesn't really fit that style that you want to ebb into or that you won't actually wear in the future. My go-to questions are, am I actually going to wear this? And do I actually want or need this in my life? And once you do that, you'll probably have some gaps that you need to fill. Maybe something that needs a blazer or an underlayer or a skirt or a certain pair of shoes or some sort of general item or type of item that may be missing to fill gaps in the wardrobe to make all of your items in your wardrobe more functional and wearable now. 
From there, you can establish a plan. What type of style and what you actually physically need to be looking for. Do you need a blazer? Do you need layers? Do you need pants? Then from there, you can narrow down your search and you won't just be buying random shit at the thrift store just because. And this will help you conserve money and environmental impact. In general, thrift stores are often really strange with their fitting rooms, so when you go to a thrift store, have in mind that you might have to try on clothes in a public setting, which for me means I'm wearing leggings and a tank top if I can, so I can throw things on right over my clothing. But like with anything, this is a public space with a lot of items that might not have been washed, so do that at your own risk. Typically, I like to browse a couple of thrift stores before I actually commit to sifting through things because I don't know what each thrift store specializes in. Goodwills are typically really great for furniture, while savers are excellent for clothing. That said, when I was in high school, I scored on a Goodwill in a town nearby that got shipments in from the Overstock at the Target, and they would get so much cool sale stuff from Target and market half down. So it's really about getting to know what stores have and what you need to fill. And remember, just because something is cheap and looks cool and you kind of may think about using it in the future doesn't mean you need it. That's the highest risk with thrifting. You'll see things and be like, it's two bucks, why not? You don't need more shit. That defeats the point of going here in the first place. So in general, when I'm going to the thrift store, I'll typically bring a few things to donate to remind me that I am not here to collect and restock. I'm just here to grab things that I want, need, or will enhance my life in some way. Unless it's really cute and fun, in which case, hell yeah, it's two bucks, I'm buying it. (laughs) It's usually a good call to bring a bunch of hand sanitizer because even when I'm shopping in normal stores, I always feel a little grimy afterward. Bringing headphones can be a good call because a lot of them play elevator music and Muzak stations that are general crowd pleasers, but sometimes it's good to have a podcast. And as far as types of thrift stores, in my experience, the more unorganized thrift stores are typically a lot cheaper, but you have to do more treasure hunting and sifting. I like to get real stoned for those and just dig at my heart's fancy. For the more organized ones that are organized by size and style or consignment type shops, those are going to be a little more high-end and expensive because they have people checking the stuff before it comes in and not just hanging it on hangers and throwing it up on a rack. That said, we can never trust a consignment or a thrift store price. Just because something is really expensive at a thrift store does not mean it's going to resell or be an incredible value when you take it home. Some of these people don't know what they're doing, so sometimes they will underprice things, which is great. Definitely buy that if you were going to anyway. But they will also overprice things sometimes, so be careful of that. And if you are going into thrifting to become a reseller, do your research on the ethics of that and how to do it in a way that doesn't really impact the communities that you're doing that in. Because it can really, really be negative if you're not careful with how you're approaching that project. That said, if this is a career of yours, I'm never going to slight anybody for trying to survive in a capitalistic society. Do your thing. But try to do it in a way that doesn't hurt other people. That's always the goal, friends. Always the goal. In general, I have a lot of luck at thrift stores with overcoats, jackets, blazers, hoodies, oversized t-shirts. I have less luck with pants and things like that. That said, I have definitely gone to the dad jean section, bought some jorts, cut them off, and made really high-end-looking Levi jorts that 
were so freaking cute and I always get compliments on. And they're literally from the dad section. So don't be afraid to branch out of a section and shop where you wouldn't normally shop and to go into sizes that you wouldn't normally go into. Sometimes things are sized wildly, especially when it comes to vintage sizing. It came as a real shock when I was 10 sizes larger in vintage items (laughs) than I am in my real life, and I was really, really taken aback the first time. So recognize that sizing is going to be generally pretty wonky, and don't buy things unless it's really, really great for you, because ideally you're leaving something for other people. So try it on first. Really vibe with it and picture when and how you're going to use it before you go home with it. Otherwise, you can leave it there, and hopefully someone else will give it a second life. If you don't love thrifting in person, you can narrow down searches or search for specific items at places online like ThreadUp or Poshmark. I'm sure there's a ton of other sites, but those are the two that I'm familiar with and have used in the past with some success. That said, I am really terrible at measuring my body, apparently, and online shopping is hard for me, so I prefer an in-store shop, but that's just me. Other pro tips as far as thrifting goes is start getting familiar with the people who work there. Ask them when their shipments arrive and when they expect to get different types of items. You can be friendly and chat with them in a kind way and then ideally they'll get to know the kind of things you buy and maybe even set that stuff aside. I have a friend who collects vintage green glass and I used to collect classic rock and Motown records and A friend of mine at the thrift store that we made would set those things aside for us when they would come in. That's always a really great strategy, too. But that's more for the extroverted types who just talk to people anyway, because that never really felt like a move. It just felt like fun to chat and find out when things come in. But don't be afraid to shop around. Maybe pack some drinks and snacks for yourself because it is kind of a journey and a commitment and it can be really draining. So make sure to release all that energy from all of those weird items in the store but have some fun with it. Go on a treasure hunt. If you're looking for something in particular, great, but it can also be really cool just to browse and picture how other people live for a minute. Oh yeah, in general, one of my favorite things to do whenever I'm shopping, especially for clothing, I like to stop before I go up to the checkout counter and reevaluate everything in my cart. When do I picture wearing this? Can I wash it easily enough? If it needs to be fixed or tailored, Will I actually do that? Will I bring it to the dry cleaners if it is dry clean only? Is that just a surface stain? Or is that something that's so set in that you'll never get out? Consider this stuff realistically and see how it fits into your life or whatever situation you had pictured it in. But if you're still listening and you're like, Julie, I know, but how do I make sure I'm getting treasure in gold? I'll tell you some of the pro tips for knowing if something's valuable. Coats, blazers, and jackets... If they're lined, it's usually higher quality. They're usually a wool blend, and you can always check things for what they sold for last on Etsy and eBay. And if you want to authenticate tags, you can use the label resource at the Vintage Fashion Guild. Typically, hardwood furniture is better quality and will last longer than veneer. Hardwood will have that same grain all the way through, where the veneer will be plywood on the inside. Natural materials are typically more expensive regardless of if it's furniture or clothing so if you see those natural materials you're looking at higher quality typically but things cost money to get fixed and time ask yourself realistically is it something you can buy off the rack use buy resell do what you want to do with it 
Or is it something that's going to take a commitment that you're not down for right now? My opinion is be picky. Buy things off the rack that are ready to wear and feel durable because that's how I live my life. Reckless. And I don't want to have to dry clean and tailor. But if you do and you will commit to it, do what makes you happy. I love you very much. And I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Happy thrifting, friend. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Make Your Damn Bed Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss tomorrow's episode. You can also follow us on Instagram for quotes and content directly from each episode at MYDB Podcast. If you could rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, it would also be really incredible. I have been your host, Julie Merica. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I will talk to you tomorrow when you make your damn bed.